One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, Forever 35 listeners. This is Forever 35. That went, that came weird. Welcome wow. to a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. <sighs> I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Uh, but do please remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, you can hit us up on the voicemails at 781-591-0390. You can also text us at that number. And then, of course... You can hit us up on the Jeams Forever wow, 35 podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you know, yeah, I gotta bring it, I gotta bring back the Jeams. Um, and you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com. 
for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can also head on over to shopmyshelf.us slash forever35, where you will also find links to all the prods we mentioned, plus some shelves that have like our faves and things just kind of categorized in a different way. So check that out. Do we have a shelf called butt care yet, Dory? Or may I curate that? Uh, you may curate that. That all is right. all well, you, Kate. Gonna add that to yield to do list. Kate, I'm excited for all of us. Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question I want to pose to you, my friend Dory. I am leaving for a week long jaunt across the country. Here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm bringing a carry on. I'm not, um, I'm trying to, you know, kind of pack light because I'm going to be, you know, on like trains, planes and walking around a lot. Yep. 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 How do you narrow down the serums you bring on a longer trip? Because I feel like if I'm just going away for the weekend, it's like, I don't really need, like I just like moisturize, wash, sunscreen, I'm done. But I'm, I kind of don't want to like lag on my routine, but I also have to kind of be like, a little, I don't want to say discriminatory, but like I have to have, I have to make some cuts. You know what I mean? Like there, mm-hmm. there do have to be some winners. And I, I'm mm-hmm. curious, like, how do you narrow it down? I can bring tinier containers. I'm going to do that. But I have like a, I have a Kipris hydrating serum that I like to put on before everything else, like morning and night. And I don't want to like leave that behind. So I have to bring that. Plus sunscreen, plus moisturizer, plus a face wash, plus like maybe an oil or like a heavier moisturizer. I mean, like this is what happens Then I end up with like 17 tiny things. So I guess I'm asking you, like, you're very good. I feel like at whittling things down and being like you bring girl boss energy to what makes your suitcase. Kate, never use that word to describe (laughs) me again. You bring 2015 girl boss energy is over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't prescribe wow. to girl boss energy on this podcast, but I'm just that saying like, honestly, the most insulting thing you've ever said to me. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I just mean you're I mean, like, it's fine. You're the executive of your suitcase. You know what mm, I mean? I am. I am. I'm the, I'm the executive of my suitcase. Now that I like. Okay. Um. Okay. So first of all, I have, I, I have, I, I've moved away from decanting. Okay, now I'm now I'm already like shooked. What shooked? Also, that's the wrong. <laughs> I am shock. I am shocked, and I am shook. What? Yes, you've moved have, away from the decanting. I've moved away from decanting, and I'll tell I can't you why. This. Okay, I found generally that the containers I decanted into were often not as leak proof as I wanted them to be. So that was number one. Got it. Number two, I would end up with like the, the container would be like half full at the end of the trip. Mm. So like, then you have, you know, you can like decant back into your original thing mm-hmm. or what is more likely to happen in my case is you just leave these half decanted items in the bottom of your uh, toiletries bag. And then when you go to take another trip, you find them and like it's all dried up and gross and you're like, oh, well, that was dumb. 
And then you have this like wasted. Yes. And then you have to wash it out. And, you know, it's just sort of like, okay. So what I have done instead is um, for shampoo and conditioner, for example, I like to, I also, let me preface this by saying, I like to bring my own shampoo and conditioner on a trip. That is kind of a non-negotiable for me. This is so interesting. See, in my planning, I'm already like, I can wait to the hotel, like wait for the hotel and then my stepmom's mm. house. So like, I don't, mm. okay. So we take different mm-hmm. roads on this. this yeah. Okay. So Brio Geo, which is one of the shampoos that I, that is in my regular rotation, makes mm-hmm. a travel size of their Blossom and Bloom. Well, they, I think they make travel sizes of all their stuff, but they make travel size Blossom and Bloom shampoo and conditioner. So I have those. Um, then what I will usually do is go through my little container. I have a container of like samples and little travel size things. And I will often grab like a night cream and a face wash and like, like things that are big that I just don't want to bring with me. I will take from my, my sample and travel. Like these are things that I've not bought. These are things that have often been sent to me or, came with a purchase or whatever. And I just see this as like a fun time. You know, as we have discussed, you you like to dabble. I like to dabble on a trip. I like Look to say, you. you know what? Here I have this this small jar of night cream. Let me just try it on this trip. You have now, flings. You have little skincare flings have, on your trips. Exactly. And but... <laughs> I will bring like my serums are usually in a small bottle that to me don't take up that much room. So I will bring okay, okay. my serums. I will bring my key serums. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how I operate because I do find that the bulkiest things tend to be things like face wash, um, moisturizer, night cream, or here's another good example of something that I've bought the travel size of. Um, the Biosance Mineral Sunscreen comes in two oh. sizes. It comes in a smaller size. So I'll take that with me. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I like, I think I realize that like travel size, travel sizes as a rule are not as like environmentally conscious as I know. But, you know, I think in like the grand scheme of things, me buying some Brio Geo shampoo and conditioner and like a travel size sunscreen is ultimately I don't think that's going to be the make or break. So, well, I, I, w- I actually wanted to mention this too, because I, as I told you, I went to Sephora recently and like, I think the hardest part of Sephora is making it through the checkout line without picking up a tiny item. If you mm. can accomplish that, yeah, that is like the greatest accomplishment to ever exist because they tempt you with every they really do. tiny fucking product mm-hmm. that known to mankind. You need a tiny mm-hmm. eyeliner. Great. You need a tiny like Brazilian butt cream. It's there. So I did grab while I was in line the Biosense Squalane and Omega Repair Moisturizer in a tiny travel size because I was like, this will be perfect, perfect. for my trip. That is right. that is literally perfect. Yeah, it is literally perfect. But I just have to note like, man, Sephora, like they make there's like a corner that you turn like there's like two corners of that little in any Sephora where they have 
made this line like very long to walk through so that you are bombarded by tiny products. Yes. And the yeah. and the thing about the tiny products at Sephora, some of them cost like $30. I know. So you you grab it being like, oh, this is a $10 thing. Like, okay. And then you get up there and you've got like $100 in miniature products. Yeah. Only me. Only me. Only me. Mm-hmm. Not just me. You know, I well, think I also, I just also want to say, like, I don't mean to make light of like the very real problem with like plastics. <laughs> No, I don't think you are. No, I mean, um, you're not. But what I will also say is I just, I don't travel as much lately. You yeah, know? well, so yeah, I know. I'm, it's not like I'm going through like a travel size thing a week. It's like one every two years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right, well, I'll report back. I'm going to like, maybe, maybe I'll even take a picture of what I end up bringing in my carry-on and sharing oh yeah that would be fun just to see that might even just help me it's just hard to narrow down then i do a little baggie with my dry products do you have a toilet do you have like a good toiletries bag i have like 70 but you know but because it's a carry-on i i I bring this like clear plastic thing for all my liquidy prods and then i have like a variety of bags for my dry products you know like my hair brush I mean, toothbrush. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, no. I <laughs> when I when I have flown domestically, especially recently, I, like I just leave everything in my toiletries bag. Wait, that seems reasonable. What do you mean? Oh, like you like, don't, don't do a clear bag. I don't do a clear bag anymore. You're living on the edge, Dory. You are I'm like living on the edge. These rules. Well, it's not like I'm like, fuck these rules, although I do think the rules are truly dumb um, and arbitrary and whatever. This is security theater is like a real pet peeve of mine. Um, But nothing is over 3.4 ounces. I'm not trying to get away with like. Right, right, right. And I, I like in my experience, again, I think this is different. This is also different, different countries. I remember being at Heathrow once and like they were extremely strict about it. Um, oh, Canada was super strict when I was leaving Toronto the last time in 2019. Yeah. So it this is a real wild. like your mileage may vary. But like if I'm just flying domestically, I usually just leave the stuff in my toiletries bag because my toiletries bag is not that big. It's not like I'm packing a suitcase full of serums and being like, right. this is cool, right? Like, it's basically the size <laughs> right. of a clear plastic bag. And I have never had a problem. Like, I've never had an issue. No one has ever called me on it. Well, they made my nine-year-old throw out her tube of toothpaste. They, like, I had worn, I was like, listen, I know you don't have five ounces of toothpaste, but it's a f- like a four or five ounce thing. And they might, and she like couldn't wrap her hand around it. And so I was just like, okay, like bring it in your carry-on, but just FYI. So she got to New York and then no one found it. And then when we were flying from New York back to Los Angeles. They like, they were like very strict about it. And and I got held up because I got a, a random screening. And so when I finally got out of it, my kid was like crying on a bench because she thought she was going to get arrested for having the toothpaste. Oh, and, it was no. like, oh, was like, no. and then I have to explain what the, f- like, even though they kind of understand, it's still very hard to. Well, yes, because it is a dumb rule. It's such a dumb rule. So they and understand then, that it's a dumb rule. 
Yeah, and then you, you have know? to go back and explain all these kind of moments and from the early 2000s that are right you know that they like kind of understand but totally literally last night and and we can probably cut this but literally last night lydia goes mom can we talk more about 9-11 sometime oh "Oh, wow yeah we can okay all right yeah yeah it was rough it was rough that's yeah that's a lot that's intense and then she was like does who works in the Pentagon? And I was like, I literally don't know. I'm a terrible person. I have no idea. CIA. I, I don't know. I don't think that makes you a terrible person. It's the Department of Defense. Okay. Thank you, Tori. Thank you for explaining. It's not the CIA. <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, we got off on a tangent. Um, As we but do. I, appreci- I appreciate your support with the travel stuff here. And uh, let's take a little break and then we can hop in with some questions. All right. 1-size-fits-all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. 
Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we have returned with a text. Hey, Dory and Kate, do you have skincare recommendations for when your face and eyes are puffy and painful after a good, long, cathartic, ugly cry? Especially if you rubbed your eyes a lot during the process. There are things I do to help ground myself mentally and emotionally after a good cry. For example, I do something physical to get back in touch with my body, like go for a walk, call a friend, journal, listen to music, or do something tactile I love. But oof, my skin and eyes need post-cry TLC. A splash of cold water, ice pack, and eye cream tend to work just okay, but I want to try something else if you have other ideas. Okay. I have an idea, but I haven't tried it, but I want it. So obviously you could use like an ice roller or a jade roller, which you you know keep in the mm. fridge or the freezer, and that will be nice and cooling and reduce the swelling. Because really it's it's your 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 face is swollen, right? Yeah. But Jamie Greenberg, makeup artist to the stars slash past Forever 35 guest, slash amazing follow on the internet. I learned so like she gives very practical advice. She was using something. And like, I think she was doing a video on under eye, kind of like reducing puffiness and dark circles. And she used something called, she called it like a, uh, like an ice globe. Hmm. Okay. And it was essentially like a round metal or like water filled ball on the end of a stick. And I was like, what the hell is this? I need this. How have I never seen this? So if you look, if you Google face globe roller, numerous options come up. They honestly look like little magic wands you might give your child. And I want one of these. Have you ever seen these before, Dory? No, I have not. I'm, I'm, I need, I really, really want to buy one. And I see that like you can get Ooh. some at Target. These look you cool. You could, you know, spend more money and get some at like a derm store. It looks like there are tons of options, but I think there are some really fun under eye cooling tools that you could acquire. Okay. The other thing I love is getting little like under eye um, masks, little under mm-hmm. eye patches that are like specifically cooling. Ooh, Sometimes they have a caffeinated a serum. Um, and if you keep those in the fridge, those are really nice for under eye. I have ordered, but I don't yet own the De Skin reusable ones, which I'm very excited to try. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I have some from Pixie that I like. I, I always just kind of collect those little under eye masks. I know I have um, some from Wander Beauty. Like I just have a bunch floating around. I think I have a Jillian Dempsey pair that I might bring on my plane. So just keep keep those in the fridge. Those okay. will feel so good under your eye. And then any like caffeinated eye cream tends to help. And also like... A tea bag. I always do a caffeinated tea oh, bag under the yeah. eye. Make it nice and cold. Those help. 
Okay. Anything else, Dory? I, I really just went on a list. What no, do you have? I, this, I, I don't have anything to add to this. This was a very comprehensive list. Yeah, I I'm think you have to think like about it as like swelling. Cold water. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, in high school, when I said goodbye to my high school boyfriend and drove off to college with my parents, I cried so hard that my eyes were swollen shut. And I had to sit in the backseat of the car, like lying down with ice packs on my eyes for the two and a half drive hour drive to Maine. So I've been there. Okay. Anyway, okay. anybody tell me about those ice globes. I want some globes. <laughs> Get Kate some globes. Get me some globes. All you globe makers out there. <laughs> Hit us up. <sighs> All right. Here is a, a text message. Hi, Kat and Dora. First and foremost, I want to say that my husband has good hygiene. He doesn't smell. He showers every night. Okay, here's the problem. The bedding always gets very discolored on his side of the bed. It's yellowish, like old pillows. This happens even when changing the sheets and mattress pad weekly. I'm assuming he sweats a lot at night, but he doesn't smell sweaty. Maybe oil. He has very oily hair. The bed doesn't smell, but it's so unsightly. It looks like someone died in our bed. We can't have white or even light sheets, and I keep a mattress pad on always. The mattress pad is always yellow. Any ideas of what to do, or are we doomed to a yellow mattress pad and dark sheets? Thanks. I wonder if your yeah. I mean, you say I, I'm assuming he sweats a lot at night. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think and, it's literally just yes, it's just sweat. And like he doesn't, maybe he doesn't smell sweaty, quote unquote, because he does shower and you know he's clean. It's clean sweat, but he's hot. He runs hot. Dory, have you ever like bleached? Do you use white sheets? We have white sheets, yes. We're also um, white sheets people. We we don't actually we don't bleach, but we have used OxyClean. Yeah, same. I think you could also use like baking soda, maybe a white vinegar, like a white vinegar soak. I I think there's definitely ways to kind of get this out. My other thought would be like maybe rotating sheets. Mm. Like get yourself three sets. Mm -hmm. And may I recommend Target's cotton, like crisp cotton sheets are like, they're like the best. And they're so okay. That's a hot tip. I, I love like, I, we have, we've had some really nice like bed sheet sponsors in the past. And I really like, I love all of them. Like I have some Brooklyn and stuff. I have some Etitude. I'm trying to remember all of them, but we have we have some great like sheet sponsors. But I will say, Cozy like, Earth, love those sheets. Cozy Earths are nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like I am very pleased with the cotton. I think they are 400 thread sheets from Star. Uh, not Starbucks <laughs> from Starbucks <laughs> from Target. <laughs> So okay. just look for those. Target um, has good cheap sheets. That's all. Yeah. Or, I mean, look, this might just be one of those things where it's like, you just can't have white sheets. You say, I mean, you say we can't have white or even light sheets, but like, so I don't know. Maybe this isn't a problem. <laughs> just get dark sheets. Is that weird? Maybe just get dark sheets. Yeah, I think this is a problem a lot of people have. We sleep hot. I mean, I have like major night sweats sometimes, especially if I'm on my menstrual cycle. Yeah. So I feel you. I feel your husband too. It sucks. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Okay. Moving on. 
Yeah, here's an email. Kate and Dory. Hi, Kate and Dory. I would love your input on my current dilemma. My daughter is nearly five and I'm 42, which puts me in the higher age range, especially in my area as a mom. The other day, I picked my daughter up from school and she said to me, Mom, I wish you looked like Spencer's mom. When she asked, when asked what she meant, she told me I looked old. I'm not going to lie. This sent me into a tailspin of scheduling PRF microneedling and Botox. I'm not a hugely vain person, but I'm admittedly disturbed by this when objectively I know I'm probably 10 years older than Spencer's mom. I'm proud of my life and the path of having my daughter older as I'm much more stable in many ways to be a good mother to her. On the other hand, I want to know how others have dealt with being the older mom among spring chickens. Thanks for all the pod goodness. May you have a zesty day. Mm. This is so uh, this is, hard. Yeah, this is hard. I think I would have had the same exact reaction as you, listener. No matter like how secure we are in our selves, in our bodies, in our appearances, whatever, like anything like this makes us tailspin. You know? Yeah. I get it. You know, there's nothing wrong with the feelings that you've had as a result. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you navigate this? <laughs> well, I think in the conversation with your child, you just say, you know, I think it's kind of like, I would follow the advice that I feel like, Dory, you've given in the past, which is just like, ask questions, have a conversation. Like, mm-hmm. Um, like, well, what do you like about Spencer's mom and how they look? And then like, yeah. you know, and then I'm, she asked, you told you she looked old. We can say, well, yeah, you know, I'm, I am 42. That's how old I am. Um, and sometimes when your body ages, like, I think you can, it's weird because sometimes our kids say things that they feel like digs because we're hearing them with our adult ears. And like, after consuming years of like systemic misogyny and, and, beauty culture but really they're just like making a objective observations yeah i think that's a really really good point and i also feel like at this age they're very they're like notice they notice differences and they notice mm-hmm. like they're it, it, they're very attuned to these kinds of things but it's often like not something that, like it's not like she's fixated on it it was just sort of like a like a comment you know what i mean yes it, it's it wasn't necessarily a, cr- a criticism but right but it's because because we're so used to i think and again i, I i'm just kind of guessing guessing here but because i think we're so used to this idea of you look old as being a criticism on how we look because aging is not celebrated mm-hmm. culturally it feels as if they're picking like there's I'm not quite articulating myself correctly here, but I think that, you know, you can have a conversation with them about aging. Like, oh, well, yeah, you know, like what my, your skin can change and other things can change. Like my bones or, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can talk about what aging, how you are happy that you're aging because it means you get to be here with your daughter. I don't know. You can, you can kind of navigate the conversation if it comes up again as you will. Um, and hey, like, you know what? If you try microneedling and Botox, like, great. Enjoy it. See if you like it. And if you don't, that's also great. Totally. And look, like, mm. 
Spencer's mom, we don't know how old Spencer's mom is. No, we don't. You know, and like Spencer's mom is probably dealing with their own insecurities and issues about how they look. And you know what Spencer's mom, Spencer might have told Spencer's mom that they look old. (laughs) Maybe Spencer told Spencer's mom, why don't you look more like this child's mom? (laughs) Yes. I mean, who knows what Spencer's saying over there? I also do just want to point out the the daughter said, mom, I wish you looked like Spencer's mom. And, you know, I looked that that you looked old. And I just like, I do think that this is like Kate was saying, this is a chance to sort of interrogate, like why it is, quote unquote, bad to look old. And like, I get that she's only five. But, you know, I think that that like, this is a conversation to just like, be that it's a conversation worth having. Yeah. Like Definitely. how like how does it make you feel that I don't look like Spencer's mom? Ooh, jeez, yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's get into it, 5-year-old. <laughs> Pull up a chair. Get yourself a cup of tea, 5-year-old. We're going deep into uh ageism and how it manifests in our society. Oh, I don't know. Boy. I mean, Dory, do you have any other thoughts about being the quote older mom among spring chickens? I mean, I know I had my first kid at 31. I know you had your first kid at what, 41? 41, baby. Yeah. So do you, and I, it's obviously different too. I think we're like based on different communities. I, I feel like there are a lot of older moms here where we live in Los Angeles. I may be wrong. Have you had any experience, experiences like this as a mom who gave birth at 41? Um, not it. I mean, not at school because I think nine out of the 10 moms of the kids in this class are in their 40s. Yeah. So, um, if anything, that young mom probably feels weird. Spencer's (laughs) mom would feel very awkward. Yeah. Uh, But I do have some mom friends, um, who are like 10 years younger than me. The other thing that is funny is like, and I think I've mentioned this before, but a lot of my friends um, who are my age have kids who are in the like five to seven, five to eight, nine range. Um, and like, it's it's just, it's just interesting. I mean, it's also nice because I feel like I have this like coven of moms who I can just be like, hey, is it like when your kid was three, like, you know, did they do X, Y, Z? And so that's, that's kind of nice that like, I am kind of the last one. <laughs> yeah. Um, But no, I mean, you know, I have also be, I've become really good friends with a few moms who are literally 10 years younger than me. And like, it almost never comes up. The only times it occasionally comes up is if there's some like pop culture reference. <laughs> Mm-hmm, like Kate, mm-hmm. I think I told you this. One of my very good mom friends had never heard of Columbia House or BMG. Oh no! Yeah, and oh, I was like, no, oh. they had never like, like gotten scammed by those CD companies, and they had never and they had never scammed the CD companies. But then she was like, oh, I'll ask my husband because her husband is forty, and he was like, oh yeah, like I got CDs from them all the time. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it's like, I feel like it's usually only things like that, that make me be like, oh yeah, I'm older than you, but I'm also six years older than Matt. So like, 
<sighs> I don't know. I guess I'm just used to being the oldest. I mean, I am the oldest in my family. I think you're just young at heart. Just young at heart. Okay. All right, Kate, we need to take another break. Yes, we do. Okay. BRB. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, Dory, we're back uh, with a little nip talk. This okay. is a text Love from a listener. Talk. I mean, so into nip talk. <laughs> this listener writes, hey, for the listener seeking nip coverage, I have developed the prominent nip thing while breastfeeding and my wireless, well-padded nursing bra does a great job to keep them from popping through my shirt. Bonus is that it's only $16.99, so it's a pretty low-risk try. Separately, regarding toenails, mine are always getting flaky and brittle, even with regular polish on for a week. They disintegrate, basically. Is this a problem everyone faces? Is there a remedy? 
Disclaimer, sending a pic, and this is months out from any polish. Listener, thank you for the bra recommendation. But please know I was the one who came across your toe picture, and I'm not a fan of feet. <laughs> Kate was very disturbed by this. I texted Dory, and I was like, the listener just sent us a fucking picture of their foot. <laughs> but... I did want to say, like, that to me sounds like a way that fungus can manifest, and I would go get it checked out. Yeah. Yes, I agree with this. As someone who is a recovering toe fungus haver. Yeah. Go get it go checked out. Go get it out. looked at by a profesh. Um, yeah. And thank you for this link. We have the we have the link. We will share it. Sixteen ninety nine. You like those Auden bras from Target, don't you? Haven't you tried yeah, those? I have. Uh, uh, yes, I like. Are they them too loosey goosey for you? No, no, no. Especially for the price point, I think they're very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Just confirming. All right. Well, um, we're gonna wrap things up, Dory, with a voicemail. All right. Here we go. Hey guys, um, it's Lauren from Miami. I am at work on a Zoom meeting and I totally look like I am having an important phone call right now, but um, I'm calling you guys, not because it's not important. You know what I mean. Um, I was thinking last night about a pretty like revolutionary epiphany that I had regarding nighttime skincare. Um, I find that I have issues sticking to consistency in my routine because by the time that I get everything done around the house, Put the baby to sleep. Um, I just can't bring myself to stand in front of the sink for another however long it takes, five minutes or whatever. Um, so a lot of times I kind of just like, you know, drag my feet and maybe don't even do my skincare. But recently I've been doing my nighttime skincare routine from the bed and it has really changed everything. Um, so I'll, of course, wash my face at the sink, but then everything else, um, toner, my retinol, um, serum, moisturizer, I'll do from bed. And I find that I'm a lot more diligent and willing to go through with the whole routine because I'm not like standing up and tired and I'm already cozy in my bed and it becomes like a very nice self-care moment for me as a result. And, um, and I haven't seen results in my skin from the consistency that I've been maintaining because of that. So I um, wanted to share with you guys um, thanks for the pod. Love you guys. Interesting. Now, this is fascinating. So, you know, I went through a brief phase when I was still using um, sheet masks. Mm-hmm. Where, a long time ago. Yes, I would do this. Sh- this was, yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago because I remember doing this in our old house. So at least, you know, oh, two and wow. a half years ago. Um I would do the sheet mask, get into bed, and then I would, when I took it off, I would just like throw it away from bed or, you know, crumple it up and leave it on my nightstand to throw out in the morning. And then I had my night cream on the nightstand so I didn't have to get up again. Mm. Which is to say, similar. I like this plan. I like it. Look, I, I like, like it, it too. I mean, I I love doing things from bed. So I this is intriguing to me. It's just that I get up to pee apo- approximately like fifty times before I go to sleep. So like once I'm in bed, I'm not in. 
for good, you know? Mm-hmm. But I love this listener. I would love, I would love a picture of your bedside table with your products on it. Please, mm-hmm. if you hear this, please send it to us. Please send it to us. And any other bedside skincare people, I want to just see what that looks like. Yeah. Let's see you it. I'd love to do kind of a bedside table retalk in the next few weeks. Mine's oh, a disaster. Okay. Mine's that a could freaking be fun. disaster. I have two clocks on my bedside table right now. Like it's a fucking nightmare. So maybe we can do some like bedside table upgrade conversations. Oh, that could be interesting. Okay. All right. Well, okay. do I look? Love getting to spend this time with you. I mean, likewise. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye. Fare thee well. Mm-hmm.